In our case, the founders, like I said, there are uh, three co-founders in the company. We funded the company um, as okay. we build as we build sales, build data, and you know build the company. Obviously, we'll head into fundraising rounds, which I've done uh, previously. You know, in order to in order to grow markets, grow tech, and everything. Obviously, you need funding. And I also think that as a general strategy, I just think bringing in uh, more heads. You know. If you go to capital firms, they bring in expertise with them, which, you know, can help you. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 71 of Taking You to the Top. My guest today is Matt Sweetwood. He's the co-founder and CEO of Insurious. Matt, thanks for joining me today. Hey, Rami, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Thanks very much. Um, Matt, to get us started, if you wouldn't mind sharing something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Wow. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm all over the place, so I don't know if to now. Just joking. Um, so I think from the, from the business world, um, I think people see me, you know, I've run a couple of companies. I've started a few companies along the way. Um, pretty well known in the photo industry, you know, ran a very successful business there. But a lot of people don't know that I'm a single dad. I, um, I raised five little children on my own after their mom left us and uh, ended up writing a book about it called Leader of the Pack. Wow. Very interesting. All right. Um, and can you tell us a bit about your background, what you did before you started this company? Um, sure. Uh, for most of my adult life and business career, uh, I ran a photographic supply company um, out of the New York area. Uh, that company uh, went through many, many trials and tribulations along the way, being in a tech industry. Um, we were a big film seller, obviously digital technology, uh, you know, was greatly impacted film. And then smartphones came out, impacted the digital industry and so on. So I did that for about 25 years and exited that company successfully. We had um, reinvented the camera store model. We did a lot of really good things there. Um, and then a few years ago, when I exited that company, um, I've actually acted as CEO of a couple of startups, interim CEO of a couple of startups, uh, including a startup called LuxNow, which we're still going at. Uh, we have it a little bit in the hibernation because of uh, COVID. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, a it's a tourism, uh, hospitality a kind of business for luxury rentals. And um, wrote my book in the interim there. I uh, speak all over the place, speak on lots of different topics. Uh, leadership, I have a great new talk on happiness. And then recently, uh, during COVID time, we started the, the company Insurious, uh, which we're really excited about. Um, very, very interesting product, which we'll get into, I hope. Absolutely. Well, that was going to be my next question. So what does Insurious do and what does the revenue model look like for it? Um, Insurious is equipment insurance, uh, providing okay. equipment insurance for things like cameras and electronics and audio and visual equipment. Uh, we can cover things like bicycles. We can cover basically anything that leaves the home that isn't licensed. Um, the beauty of what we have, it's a fintech product. 
it's touchless. So you can uh, enter your information in about five minutes. You enter your credit card, you get approved, and um, you'll have a policy shortly thereafter. And it's a very unusual kind of insurance in the sense that it's almost all peril, meaning that um, really almost anything that happens to your camera or your laptop or whatever it is that you have outside the home will be covered, earthquakes or floods, damage, loss, theft, and so on. Um, you can get about five, $6,000 worth of insurance for about $150 a year. Um, so it's extremely economical, extremely easy to get, and we're extremely excited about the product. So $150 a year, uh, are they paying monthly or they just pay the year up front? Usually for the smaller policy, the year up front is paid, obviously, because it's a small amount. Um, but like I said, it's an extremely unusual product. Uh, the marketing challenge there is uh, having people understand that they're not covered by their homeowner's insurance or their business insurance in most cases when they take their equipment out. You think of uh, someone traveling overseas with a lot of camera equipment, you know, the likelihood of theft or damage goes up for a small amount of money, you can cover it. Uh, you think of your laptop, you think of your uh, son or daughter going off to college with their Apple iPad, whatever their iMac, whatever it is, $3,000 computer, you know, the mm -hmm. likelihood of loss or theft or whatever is pretty high. And for a small amount of money, you can be covered. Fantastic. And is this um, replacing sort of that, you know, when you go to the store, you buy that Apple product and they ask you if you want like extended insurance? Yeah, that extended insurance, it, first of all, typically has lots of exclusions. Sure. And in many sure. cases, doesn't really replace the product if it's gone, lost, you know, completely damaged. So those things tend to be just slight extensions of the warranty, which right. cover you in case of manufacturer defect. They usually have large deductibles. They usually have waiting periods, all sorts of things like that. You know, and our, our policy and our claims process, extremely simple. It's extremely straightforward. But it's a good point, you know, and that's one of the marketing challenges, obviously, is a lot of people say, oh, you know, I just went through the register at Best Buy and I got myself an extended warranty. I'm covered. And I'm like, well, no, you're not really covered if it's lost or it's stolen. You know, sure. that's not going to cover it. And, you know, you have to wait three months before you can make any kind of claim. So if this thing gets damaged, you know, when you leave for your trip tomorrow, you're out of luck. Absolutely. And so you, you're even replacing the item completely. If it gets yeah, lost we're, or we're providing, we're refunding them um, for the item, for the value of the item. Yeah, that's correct. Wow, very, very cool. And, and it's very, uh, and I can't emphasize enough that it's very easy to get. You can get a quote in about five minutes. If you go on to insurious.us, you enter some mm -hmm. basic information, you'll have a quote in five minutes. If you enter your credit card, you'll have the policy. If all goes well, a few minutes thereafter, which is very I'm, unusual. Very unusual. I'm, I'm guessing from the domain you're only covering the U.S. at the moment? Uh, very good. Of course, yes. We're only covering uh, the U.S. at the current time. And it is covered by A-plus rated insurance. It's backed okay. by um, A-plus rated insurance. And do you have any plans on expanding internationally? <laughs> of course. Um, so our, our <laughs> you knew the answer to that question. Um, of course, we, we plan on expanding internationally. We plan on expanding domestically, too, and not just offering equipment insurance. Keep in mind that we've been operating now about a month. Our site has been live and we've been uh, processing uh, policies for about a month now. So we're really excited about that. As we go along, we'll add on other kinds of insurance that our clients will be and customers will be able to utilize. And then, of course, look to expand into other regions. Absolutely. 
Okay, so you launched the company company in February 2021? Yeah, yeah something like that. We, we started closer to the end of January, beginning of February. We didn't launch the company. That's when the, our, our tech and everything went live for people to buy policies. You know, you have to do a little bit of work before <laughs> the company okay. goes live. No, no, for we sure. Built pretty, we built out a pretty cool tech product. Very easy to use, very fun to look at, you know, and like I said, five minutes, you should be able to get a quote. Okay. And what does the company team size look like today? Um, right now, uh, we have uh, three co-founders in the company. Uh, we mm -hmm. have a marketing staff, we have some tech staff, and uh, that's about it for now. So in total, would you, I mean, I'd, uh, marketing and tech? We're, we're less than 10, we're less than 10 people now. Okay. So like eight, nine? Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay, perfect. You know, and in right. today's world, in today's world, also, you operate your company, um, you know, not necessarily with on staff are really there for you. Sure, sure. Um, okay, Matt, let's take a, uh, take a quick break to thank our first sponsor, then we'll jump into the economics. Our first sponsor is a company called TopTal. They have a global network to top talent in business, design, and technology that enables companies to scale their teams on demand. TopTal serves thousands of clients, including Fortune 500 companies and innovative startups, delivering expertise and world-class solutions at an unparalleled success rate. With elite freelancers in over 100 countries, TopTal connects a top 3% screen list of the world's top talent with leading companies in days, not weeks. Visit toptal.takingyoutothetop.io. That's T-O-P-T-A-L dot takingyoutothetop.io and get an 80-hour no-risk trial period so you only have to pay if you're satisfied with the work. Get started hiring with TopTal today. Okay, Matt, I just want to briefly touch on the economics. I know the company is very new, but it would be interesting to learn if the company was bootstrapped or you raised any capital for the tech side of it. Um, in our case, the founders, like I said, there are uh, three co-founders in the company. We funded the company um, as okay. we built as we build sales, build data, and you know build the company. Obviously, we'll head into fundraising rounds, which I've done uh, previously. You know, in Thank order you. to in order to grow markets, grow tech, and everything. Obviously, you need funding. And I also think that as a general strategy, I just think bringing in. Uh, more heads, you know, particularly if you go to capital firms, they bring in expertise with them, which, you know, sure. can help you. Okay. And how much of your own money do you think you have sunk in so far? Uh, well, I mean, I can't really say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but it's, it's a pretty substantial amount. You know, right. uh, we, we put in quite a bit of money into the company, but I, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say for the public. Okay. Obviously, sure. obviously, we'll eventually produce, you know, when we're ready to go fundraising. But I will say it's a relatively substantial amount of money, of course. Okay. And are you, you built, to build tech like that? Obviously, you can't just do that, you know, <laughs> with somebody sitting in their basement, you know, writing code. It doesn't work like that. Sure. And what does maybe uh, is the company pre revenue or have you started generating some? Oh, we're definitely selling. We're post revenue. We have a working, okay. we have working, working product. Uh, you know, you always hear in the startup world, minimum viable product. We do not. We have actually a working product and have um, sold policies. Absolutely. Okay, and in that case, are you able to give us some sort of a ballpark figure? 
Um, how I can't much yet that revenue? We've, 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 only, we've only really been taking policies for about two weeks now. <laughs> so I can't okay. really do it yet. I haven't really <laughs> analyzed the figures. We're really, we're really new. We're really new at this. So uh, I'll know in a month or two, you know, how we're really doing. But we've actually Absolutely. we've sold some. Sure. I mean, definitely, it would be nice to have a follow-up call a year from now to see, you know, what revenue. Absolutely. And I would to. love to sit there and say, you know, we're, we've done X millions of dollars in revenue. And, you know, we're out in, uh, we've, we're now in round A of our fundraising and so on. Absolutely. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's a date. Okay. Let's, let's get there. Yep. Sure. One year from now. Remember that. One year, March 2nd. One year from now, I'm there. Absolutely. All right. Okay. I, I want to talk about validation and marketing. Um, when you came up with this idea, what was the validation process for you? I mean, did you know um, that you had to do this or did you ask around? Did you go through any specific process? Yeah. I mean, so this obviously, because we have co-founders, you know, it, it was a, really a joint effort. But in my particular case, the appeal to me was, if you, if you remember back in the beginning, I talked about, I ran a photographic distribution business, big retail store, you know, ran a camera superstore for many years. And I will tell you that literally on a daily basis, mm -hmm. I would have someone reach out to that business and say, my equipment was stolen, lost, damaged. And in many cases, they didn't have the funds to replace it. And I always right. knew a product like this needed to exist, where a photographer who goes out on shoot, on location, a wedding photographer, even, you know, even somebody who's a serious into photography and travels, the equipment is lost. Camera equipment, I think at one point, might still be the most, the most stolen item on earth. So sure. the need for this was obvious to me. And the fact that we can extend this to other uh, verticals like laptop computers and bicycles and audio and stereo equipment. And just and I want to just say, it's not doesn't just cover cameras. If you have lighting equipment, you have sound equipment, whatever it is, it's, it's all covered. So I saw in the beginning, you know, right away, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is a great idea. If it's cost effective, this thing is going to be a hit. And obviously, we've been able to put together a product which is extremely cost effective. And it's very, like I said, very few exclusions, which is extremely important because when you're out in the world and you're using your camera equipment, you're out in the world with your laptop, notebook, whatever, Apple, MacBook, you, anything can happen. And, you know, you don't want to buy insurance and think that you're covered and have this false sense of security when you're not, because, you know, something happens that's not under the guise of the policy. Sure. But uh, there was no sort of formal survey sort of to figure out if this was going to work or not, but you just had uh, a very uh, solid. Yeah, we had a very, very solid understanding. The other partners come from the insurance industry itself. So they have inside information on the nature of these policies and so on. So we had some data from that side that okay. indicated that this was likely to be successful. Got it. Okay. And um, um, how did you get your first non-referred customer? So not word of mouth, but sort of if you were, ah, do you do any um, marketing? Um, yeah, I, I believe it was from so, the very first customer, I believe actually came off an or, organic post. In other words, it was okay. a post that I made or somebody made, you know, where we were just talking about it. You know, I've been on a few podcasts. I do some videos myself. I have a pretty big social following. If you go to add M Sweetwood, everywhere. I'm on mm -hmm. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, Adams, we would, you see, I post, so I believe it came from somebody, believe it or not, just seeing, in, you know, a post which had organic reach. I love that, by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. that 
but yes, we are doing, um, and as a matter of fact, um, in about an hour from now, we're going to have our first real heavy marketing meeting where we're going to discuss the funds that are going to get committed to a pretty substantial marketing program, which will uh, launch, you know, over the next couple of months. Okay. And from your experience, which marketing channel do you think will be the most effective for you? Um, I, I, I'm, in this case, I'm not exactly sure because we, the product can serve so many different verticals. You know, on one hand, you would think maybe Instagram marketing would work well because there's a lot of photography interested people out there who potentially have equipment. On the other hand, you know, we may be looking at the college market. You know, and there are various ways to get at that market, too, because you have all of these students who are going to now go back to college, you know, particularly when the fall comes, you know, college is going to be in person again. We have to figure out how to reach out to them. So I, and I think that LinkedIn is a really good source for us. Um, you know, being able to reach out to traveling executives who take their equipment around, you know, the mobile executive. So I, right. I can't really tell you yet. I think that, you know what, I think the, the good answer is that I think a lot of different methods will work for us because of the diverse verticals that we're able to serve. I mean, I would have personally thought that Google PPC would be very effective for this. Um, right. And it potentially could be, but Google PPC can also be expensive. Right. And right. You're, remember, I'm selling a policy which will take several touches in order to get somebody to buy um, is, a, you know, you're selling $150, $200 policy. The Google PPC gets a little bit tricky in there because of the cost. Um, sure. You know, and in a startup world, okay, you're not necessarily looking to make a lot of profit in the first year, though that's always nice if you can do it. Um, mm -hmm. You really have to manage the cost. So yes, we will experiment in there, of course. Of course, we're going to play in there. And, you know, you always go to where the gold is. You go to where you have the most success. So the marketing program, and I've already seen it because I'm working with my marketing person on it, is going to be a touch and a little bit of everywhere. There'll also be some, there'll also be, um, some direct email. Uh, we have an affiliate, a partner program. So one of the goals of this organization would be, let's say, to get all of the places at retail that sell electronics or sell equipment so that they can sell the policy. We should be aligned with them because they can earn money by selling the policy and they can ensure that their customers, if their equipment is lost or stolen or damaged, that they're able to replace it at the point of retail. So those customers will have the money to then to rebuy equipment. So I believe that there's a really good um, marketing avenue there to market the affiliate program. Um, you know, and anybody can be an affiliate. You can just go right on our site right now. You can be an affiliate right now and sell and actually sell and earn money when, when you encourage people to uh, get policies. Out of curiosity, what's the percentage for affiliates? Um, basically, it's going to come down to uh, there's three tiers. You're going to be able to earn five, 10, 15, 20, $20 like that per policy that you sell. And plus, it also is a little bit of a um, if you get somebody who also then becomes an affiliate, you'll earn a little bit off of what they sell. So the, the ability okay. for somebody who really wants to make money off this is it's there for them. And that's how we believe will be actually one of the main sources of growth is that uh, modern day word of mouth called an affiliate program. Absolutely. I mean, just as a, an example here, for example, uh, I'm based in Saudi Arabia. If I go and uh, I buy an iPad from one of, I mean, there's only one or two resellers, big resellers here. Um, mm -hmm. Their extended insurance is a third party. So I'm assuming if you were like a channel partner, 
they'll be very, very effective. That's correct. That's right. That's exactly right. And we'll administer the program for them. So they don't really have to do anything. You know, I would say exactly. that's always very nice of me to say it, but they have to have their salespeople. You have to sell it. You have to try to actually get it with the sale. But in this case, I believe the alignment is really good. I believe the customer, the reseller and us are all aligned with the same goal. In other words, we want to protect somebody so that if they lose their equipment, damage, loss, stolen, whatever, they have the ability to replace it at that point of retail. Right. Okay. Um, from your experience, um, how do you go about, you know, getting paid or free press when you have a new idea, you launch a company and you want to sort of spread the word? Do you have any okay. tips yeah. that we could learn from? Yeah, I, I think I do. I, I think the reason that I'm on this, why am I on this podcast? Exactly. You tell me. <laughs> well, I mean, for us to learn, absolutely. Right. But how did you, how did we find each other? Right. So we found each other because I have a very big personal brand. I have a big personal presence. I have a great keynote talk I actually give on using your personal brand to build your business. And there's no better place for this than getting, you know, uh, getting free, pre free press. And the way you do that is you actually have to look really important. Now, I am really not a very important person, but if you go and you look at my social media, I look like a very important person. I'm very active on Twitter. I'm very active on LinkedIn. I'm very active on Facebook, active on Instagram. I produce videos, I talk and so on. And you give a good interview and you get mm -hmm. invited in a lot of places and you have to work it. And I'm not bashful, by the way. I, right. A lot of times I'll come across somebody on LinkedIn and I see they're running a podcast where they have some sort of show. I just write them and say, put me on their show. I just go, go about it. I tweet about it. I'll tweet at somebody. I've had stories before where I wanted to share them and I just go pick a reporter and I go tweet at that reporter and say, here, I've got something for you. Put me on. But remember, they're not going to do that if, you go, if they go to your Twitter account and you've got six followers and no profile picture. Sure, sure. You know, you go to my Twitter following. I have, I don't know, 180,000 followers and a verified account. Similarly on Facebook, got a verified account. You know, you go onto my Instagram. I have beautiful photography. I come from that world. You know, so it's that image that you create of yourself, that you're a mover and a shaker and you're serious. And then just go out and reach out to people, engage with them. I don't remember in our case whether you got me or I got you, but it doesn't matter. They all happen kind of the same way. I'm, pre I'm pretty sure I did reach out to you, but... <laughs> right, okay. So you reached out to me, right? Why did you reach out to me? Because I assume, right? I'm going to ask you, why did you reach out to me? Why? Probably my LinkedIn profile, right? My LinkedIn it profile was, was good. Definitely your LinkedIn profile with a few uh, keywords in my search. Right. But when you saw my profile, you said, okay, this is a person that I probably want to have on my show. Sure. And that... That pivot point is really at the heart of getting free PR. When somebody looks at one of your profiles in social media, they should say, I want that person. Right. It's as simple as that. And if you, you look at your social media and if it looks like that, you're more likely to get that free press. Sure. And regarding um, verification, do you have any tips on getting verified? Do you know why they would verify somebody over someone else? Um, I mean, is I there a specific they, way they yes, select it? Uh, I wish I knew that. I, it seems to be somewhat random out there. I did have the advantage of um, being an early adopter. 
Okay. So when you're an early adopter, I guess it was a little bit easier back then. I mean, in case of Facebook, I have a verified profile because, you know, I've been on national TV many times. I've been on the news. I've been a commentator, a contributor. You know, you have that kind of um, background. You're more likely to be put in that position. I think Instagram is a little bit more random. Uh, you know, from what I've heard is just a little bit of who you know, not what you know or what you do. Um, but I can't really verify that. I don't know for sure. Um, so I think it's just, I think though the general rule applies. If, you're go, if you have, want to get verified, you certainly should have an amazing social presence. Great sure. content, be working it, interacting with other people and so on. Because even if you don't get verified, that really will serve you well. Absolutely. And what do you think of podcasts as a customer acquisition channel? Have you explored um, them in depth? You know, this is going to sound, yeah, this is going to sound a little bit um, like, so I have been told many times to start your own podcast, Matt, you should have your own podcast. And the reality is that number one, I'm a busy guy, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. To do that. Maybe that's a little bit of an excuse, but I'm fortunate enough to be on a lot of podcasts. I get on a lot of radio shows, a lot of podcasts, a lot of interviews and I find that that for me works better. In other words, getting onto these shows, I think podcasts, to me, actually, I think podcasts are the number one, you know, other than let's say being featured on some, you know, being featured on CNN or Fox News at prime time in some role, you know, and that kind of thing. I think being on a podcast like this actually has the most value because if you sort of think about it, right, you're going to share it. I'm going to share it. My company's going to share it. We're going to generate SEO because we're all sharing this and it sure, kind of sure. lasts forever. And to me, Absolutely. and to me that over a long period of time really has the most value. And, you know, I, we talked about it a little bit before the show, I really like short podcasts like this where people can just come in. The podcast has been very focused you know, really on one topic, sort of this new business that I have. So to me, this is an extremely valuable and maybe the most valuable PR you can get. Absolutely. I mean, podcasts in my experience so far is the fact that it's one of the only evergreen, I mean, other than blogs. Yeah. Evergreen content. I mean, anybody who searches you even 10 years from now may find this podcast. That's right. And I try to be mindful. So here's a really a good tip is I try to be mindful to say things to you that are evergreen. Right. Like, like, for example, when I talked, like when we were talking before and I said, um, kids are going to go back to college in the fall because COVID will be over. I kind of grimaced myself. I had that little voice go off in, in the back of my head and say, not too much of that, Matt, because if somebody <laughs> listens to this years from now, it won't, it won't be so relevant. Sure. No, that, that makes absolute sense. All right, Matt, let's take another quick break to thank our second sponsor, then we'll wrap up. Our second sponsor is a company called Bluehost. If you have a business idea and simply want to put it out there, you'll need a domain name and a flexible WordPress site that needs to be hosted on a reliable server. Bluehost is your one-stop shop for all things web hosting. From design and marketing services to easy-to-use website builders, they are with you every step of the way. 
thanks to their 24-7, 365 days a year live support, which you can get via chat, phone, and email. And any and all questions you have can be answered in no time at all. Bluehost offers unlimited disk space and bandwidth, an easy-to-use control panel, one-click WordPress installs, and more. Visit bluehost.takingyoutothetop.io today. That's B-L-U-E-H-O-S-T dot taking you to the top dot I-O and get a free domain name for the first year. And you'll also get free SSL security certificate with any of their affordable hosting packages. Start your entrepreneurial journey with Bluehost today. All right, Matt, um, what's one thing that you'd like my audience to take away from this interview? I think that if you have an idea and you want to start a business, go for it. But just remember, you got to want it badly in order to succeed really badly. I'm just writing this down. All right. Are you ready for the famous five? I am. Okay. Uh, number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, I, uh, I would say it is um, Relentless. Relentless. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, I, I think that I can't help, but um, I, I can't help but follow Elon Musk. I think yep. he's as he's as much um, he's as much a uh, comedy figure as he is interesting and amazing. Sure. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for growing your business? My favorite online tool. I would say my favorite online tool is email. I really mm -hmm. like sending emails to customers, you know, get a good email sending program. Um, and I would say go for it. Mm -hmm. All right. Number four, what's something you wish you knew when you were 20 years old? Don't get married. <laughs> okay. And the is final okay? question. Is that okay? Am I allowed to say that? I'm allowed to say that, right? Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, uh, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, I'm a six hour a night max uh, kind of sleeper. All right. Well, Max, it was short and sweet. We learned a lot. Thank you very much for joining me today. And like I mentioned earlier, a year from now, it would be really cool to see where Insurious has grown. I'm in. I'm putting it in the calendar. Thanks for Absolutely. having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks a lot, Matt. Take care. As a valued listener of the Taking You to the Top podcast, you're in good company. It has also been said that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That being said, by subscribing to this podcast, you'll spend your time with Rami and a collection of the world's brightest thinkers and founders. All you have to do now is to push the subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platform, and you'll be consistently learning from the very best. Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.